With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz with your host, Gail Dixon. Tune in every Saturday, 9 a.m. for great shows about obtaining and maintaining health, business, and finance. Learn from the experts here at PIHradio.net. Call into the studio with your questions and comments, 347-945-7433. And now, broadcasting from the Partners in Health and Biz studio, here's Gail. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to my show. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz on the PIH Radio Network. I'm so happy you could join me this morning. This is Saturday, June the 24th, 2017. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We are broadcasting live from our Columbia, Maryland studio, broadcasting Internet radio all over the country, and all over the world, as a matter of fact, the World Wide Web, where anyone can find out anything and learn about anything, and you can be right here with me right now. And so thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. If you're a new listener, then welcome. And if you've been with me for more than five years, thank you so much for your continued support and listening. Now, today, today's show, I'm very excited to tell you, and I know you probably know already because you've been to the website, www.pihradio.net and www.partnersinhealth.biz. So you know today's show is Go With The Flow to Boost Your Health. Go With The Flow to Boost Your Health. So we're going to find out what that's all about this morning. And before we do, I'd like to give out the call-in number to Partners in Health and Biz, which is... 347-945-7433, Press 1 if you have a question or comment, and you don't have to do anything if you just want to continue to listen to the show. So also, I'd like to hear how you get into the flow. I'd like to, to call in to the studio and tell me, what do you do to get into the flow? And if you don't know what we we're talking about, <laughs> then give us about five minutes, and then you can call in, and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. So you want to have pen and paper ready so you can take notes, as always. But remember, all shows are archived and available on demand for your listening pleasure. So let's just jump right into it. Go with the flow. Mm-mm-mm. This is about how states of blissful concentration can boost your overall health and well-being. So, for instance, while composing a song, Charla McCushion sometimes loses track of time. I know I do sometimes when I'm really into the music or dancing or singing. You can really lose track of time. So Charla says she'll start playing music at 7 or 8 at night, and the next thing she says, I know, is 4 a.m. 
says the New York City musician. She also loses a sense of her physical self. Uh, Charlotte says, I'm so into the music that I forget I'm even present. It just feels like I'm part of the creation. Sometimes she'll even be surprised when she hears the songs as if someone even someone else wrote them. <laughs> like, whose song is that? Oh, that's right, I wrote it. Well, most of us experience this feeling at some point. Losing track of time and space while involved in the in the or an activity we love. Athletes often describe this state as being in the zone. Psychologists sometimes refer to refer to it as flow. That term, coined in the mid-1970s by the Hungarian social psychologist Milani Zizan, now let me, this is a tongue twister long name, I'm sure, for sure, Zizanth Milali, PD, PhD, He's, it's gaining new relevance today as we struggle to fo- to focus amid a media landscape filled with near constant distractions. Musicians, artists, and athletes cultivate flow states deliberately because you need that, whether they're aware of the concept or not. But the experience is not reserved for creative types. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Even if you're not creative, you can get into the flow while cleaning your garage, weeding your garden, or cooking a meal. So how many of you have done that? I know I have. I've gotten out in my garden and started weeding, and you can really get into the flow of that. I've done, I started cooking a meal and had a recipe, and before you know it, Time has gone by, and you don't even realize how long you've been doing this uh, particular thing. It's less about the activity than the relationship between the doer and the thing being done. If an activity requires some skill and you love it and are good at it, you can easily lose yourself in it. So the the connection between flow states and happiness has been well documented most notably in Cisanthanami Holly's <laughs> seminal 1990 book. It's called Flow, The Psychology of Optimal Experience. But what's just coming to light is the link between flow and our overall health and well-being, which can suffer without it. This fact is more pertinent today than ever. Why? Because deep attention is under siege. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, not to mention plain old web browsing, emailing, and texting. We're never, we've never been so inundated with distractions. So staying focused as one task can feel nearly impossible as our phones light up with incoming text or notifications that a photo on Instagram has garnered another like, right? Our efforts to multitask our way through all this are not only doomed to fail, they're also a threat to our health. Think about it. Think about it. Multitasking creates a dopamine addiction feedback loop. (laughs) What does that mean? Well, effectively rewarding the brain for losing focus and for constantly searching for external stimulation. And this is according to neuroscientist Daniel J. Levitin. 
He's a Ph.D. and author of The Organized Brain. What is this? The Organized Mind. Mm-hmm. The Organized Mind. Thinking straight in the age of information overload. Okay, so now you know what this show is all about. So I'd like my listeners to call into the studio as we continue with the show and let me know what do you do to get into the flow of things? What relaxes you? What what uh, gets your brain, straightens your brain out and helps you to relax and and just get into that flow? We'd like to hear from you. The call-in number, once again, is 347-945-7433. Okay, so writing in The Guardian, Levitan explains why the brain is so vulnerable. To distraction. The prefrontal cortex has a novelty bias, meaning meaning that its attention can be easily hijacked by something new. The proverbial shiny objects we use to entice infants, for example, puppies and kittens. We can, in other words, become biologically addicted to checking our phones. Mm-hmm. The irony here, Levitin adds, is that the very brain region we need to rely on for staying on task is easily distracted. So the best antidote to constant distraction is to create the time and space necessary to becoming fully immersed in a task. To get into flow and to continually challenge ourselves so we satisfy the brain's desire for novelty. First, though, we need to learn how to create the right conditions, which involves putting away digital distractions, put away the cell phone, put away the iPad, put away the video games, and understand why it's worth the effort. Okay? Now, we're going to discuss your body on flow. So we're going to try to get through all of this. We have a lot of information to cover this morning, and most likely this will be a part two uh, program, and this will most likely continue next Saturday. But let's attack your body on flow. What What's that all about? What does that mean for you to get your body on flow? Yeah, we exercise and all, but persistent distraction is hard on the body. The dopamine addiction loop floods our systems with cortisol and adrenaline, two stress-related hormones that can wreak havoc when they run high for extended periods of time. So when we're stressed out or frustrated, we go into what is it called? Yeah, we know, fight or right flight <laughs> mode. And this is, uh, says Elizabeth Fratz, MD, an assistant professor of physical medicine and rehabilitation at Harvard, who specializes in lifestyle medicine. There's no actual lion in front of us, she says, but it feels like there is one. One sympathetic nervous system is activated. So our system, our sympathetic nervous system is activated, and this increases our respiratory rate, increasing our heart rate, and shunting blood from our digestive system to our muscles so we are not able to digest our food properly. 
Instead, we are ready to do what? Fight or flee using our muscles. Well, prolonged periods of stress can suppress the immune system, so we're more likely to catch colds and take longer to recover from them. It can also lead to insomnia if you have prolonged periods of stress. And how many of you are suffering from insomnia due to stress? You cannot relax. You're tossing and turning, thinking about what happened yesterday or the day or to, or that earlier that day, and trying to figure out in your mind what are you going to do about it. So it can lead to insomnia, which has been linked to a host of health issues. Flow, flow, flow by contrast, triggers the opposite of the fight or flight response. Fratz says, when we're in a flow state, the parasympathetic nervous system is activated, releasing a cascade of calming hormones associated with the rest and digest response. Mm. Okay, so we have the fight or flight response, and then we have the rest or digest. Uh, response. So, see, there is a difference. So, which one would you prefer? Okay, so breathing becomes more relaxed, muscles loosen, and heart rate flows. The specific biochemistry associated with flow will vary depending on the activity. Okay, so for instance, writing a poem versus going out for a run, for example. But the overall benefits to health and well-being are the same. Addiction specialist Judas Brewer, MD, PhD, he, he's a neuroscientist and associate professor of medicine at the University of Massachusetts Medical School, studies, he studies the brain activity of subjects who are in flow. Using MRI scans, Brewer and his colleagues have observed how the brain reacts during a stressful state. For example, while craving something, as well as when the subject was deeply focused on a task. They found, what did they find? Well, they found the posterior cingulate cortex area of the brain which is a key node in the default mode network responsible for automatic behaviors, was active when craving and calm while the subject was concentrating. This observation allows researchers to bridge the gap between subjective experiences and measurable brain activities, according to Brewer. He says it makes clear that concentration calms the brain, okay? Should I repeat that? It is clear that concentration calms the brain. Flow is critical for the survival survival of our species because we need deep concentration to evolve or create new and necessary skills. Still, it's noted an important paradox, and listen to this. If you try to get into flow, you're going to end up moving in the opposite direction. It's like that line in The Empire Strikes Back when Yoda says, do or do not, there is no try. <laughs> because when there's no trying, there's just 
doing, okay? So that's the thing. When you're getting in the flow, you can't force yourself in the flow. You are naturally in the flow. So let's talk about what happens to keep us from getting in the flow. So at this point, I'm still waiting for some of you to call in and let me know how do you get in the flow. Do I have any dancers out there, musicians out there, poetry poets out there? Uh, maybe you want to call in and read some of your poetry. Hey, this is your time, so uh, take advantage of it. And we are li- we're learning, but we also want to hear from you. So let's talk about the distracted brain. The distracted brain, nonetheless, there are occasions when we are more likely to find our flow. Sitzen Mahali suggests starting with a task challenging enough to keep you engaged but not so hard that it leaves you frustrated, okay? <laughs> we find flow wherever we're able to lose ourselves in deep concentration whether that's in a lab analyzing tissues on the mat or on the mat in a yoga class. This type of focus explains Brewer is the opposite of losing track of time while you wander from post to post on Facebook. It's not the same, okay? One is zoning in, he says, and the other is zoning out. All right, you Facebook fans of Facebook, You're not zoning in when you're on Facebook. You're zoning out. Zoning out can lead to misery. Brewer cites a Harvard University study, a Harvard University study, in which researchers contacted participants throughout the day to see if they were paying attention. Were they present and focused on the task, their surroundings, or the person with them? Or were they ruminating distractedly about the past or the future? Researchers also asked how happy the subjects felt. The findings were disheartening. Hmm. So what do you think the findings said? What do you think the findings were? Well, I'll tell you. (laughs) 47% of the time, people were lost in mind wandering. Yes, here's... They were there, they were here, they were everywhere. Past, future, but not here, Brewer notes. Subjects in this state also reported that they were decidedly less happy. Hmm. So when it comes to addictive distractions like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, things get sticky. These technologies provide an intermittent reinforcement process that hijacks our reward brain pathways the same neuropathways that get activated when we use drugs, says Brewer. We get so caught up in them that we're not consciously aware of what we're doing. Before long, we become addicted to the, to the short-term pleasures of distractions that make us measurably less happy overall. Okay, so social media makes the need for flow even more imperative. Brewer argues cultivating concentration isn't merely a safeguard against the harmful effects of distraction. It actually offers mental benefits on its own. 
flow states, for example, can protect our brains as we age. Why? Because here it is. There was a study published in the Journal of Neuropsychiatry and Clinical Neurosciences which explained the effects of cognitive training, including knitting, quilting, reading, and playing games. In subjects aged 70 to 89, and the researchers found that those activities, unlike traveling or socializing, were associated with sustained cognitive activity. All right, so let's talk about the flow and emotional health of our our emotional health. That's very, very important. So what about the emotional health? Well, the main reason flow feels so good, according to researchers, is because our thoughts, Intentions and actions are working in harmony. We're not in conflict with them with ourselves. Flow helps to integrate the self because in that state of deep concentration, consciousness is usually well ordered, writes Clara's in, uh, Sisson mythology in flow. Thoughts, intentions, feelings, and all the senses are focused on the same goal. And when the flow episode is over, one feels more together than before, not internally, but also with respect, not only internally, rather, but also with respect to other people and to the world in general. Matt Cutchinson says she felt that sense of togetherness while practicing with her band. She'd arrive at rehearsal with just the slightest idea for a song, she says, and we would transform it together. It felt like we were of one universal mind. So according to um, artist Holly Sebastian, she says, I recognized this alternative state without knowing the name for it when I was very young. And she says she began drawing at the age of six. Now, my friend, who is an artist, I will um, add this note, is he gets into the flow, gets into the zone, whatever you want to call it. But when he starts to paint, oh, my gosh, he can paint for hours, beautiful. And it just the time just goes by. And when you look at his art, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's awesome. So, um, anyway, Sebastian said she started drawing when she was six and says this concentration helped her thrive in her otherwise chaotic childhood home. It feels open and unhindered. Not con- no constraints, she says. So the sense of purpose and satisfaction we get from accomplishing a task, especially a challenging one, also contributes to the positive effects of the flow state. These days, Sabiston finds herself in flow while painting. And during kettle bell workouts in the beginning you have to concentrate really hard you focus on improving your count and you breathe and do as many repetitions in 10 minutes as you can she explains there's something about having a purpose and having a structure within that purpose that's immensely satisfying I agree. Let's see. I like to write. I'll get into the flow when I'm writing. I'll get into the flow when I'm singing. 
I'll get into the flow when I'm dancing. Um, there's so many things that you can get into the flow with and not you really are there. You're not somewhere else. You're in the moment and you're not just letting the moment happen to you. So here's the most important thing, finding your flow. Here we go. We all are capable of getting into flow, says Christine Carter, Ph.D. Senior Fellow at the Greater Good Science Center at the University of California, Berkeley, and she's the author of The Sweet Spot, How to Find Your Groove at Home and Work. Okay, all right, listeners, you want to get that book. It's called The Sweet Spot, How to Find Your Groove at Home and Work. So, Carter defines it as the overlay between where we have our greatest strength and greatest ease. While flow may seem to be the provenance of artists, musicians, and athletes, Carter believes that these groups simply experience it more often because the conditions are already there in what they do. So you may already know where you find you feel a sense of competence and peace. For instance, maybe you find your sense of competence and peace in playing basketball or doing math equations or arranging a bouquet of flowers. I have a girlfriend who finds her peace in creating. She likes to decorate, and she's very creative, so she'll uh, go to an art supply store and find things to decorate. And uh, so if you you want to spend more time in a flow state, Start with activities that interest you. If you love to cook but always make the same meals, add a new challenge like bread baking. If you find your bliss in Zumba class but you already know all the moves, try another style of dance. Pay attention to your body's cues. It's another way to identify activities that put you in flow and to know when you're in it. Flow exists on a spectrum of attention with Obsessive addiction at one end and getting completely out of your own way at the other, Brewer explains. At the stressful end, your body feels contracted, shoulders hunched, chest tight. When you're in a com- when you're when you're in complete flow, however, your body feels expansive and calm, with a focused mind and open heart. When you find yourself feeling that expanded, open quality. What are you doing? Conversely, when you feel contracted, what are you doing? To build more space for flow in your life, start by doing more of what makes you feel open and expanded and less of what makes you feel contracted and tense. What about turning flow into a habit? So that's what we do. We need to do. Once you've identified an activity that puts you into flow, you can make it a regular part of your routine. Carter suggests beginning with brief increments. Start with 20 minutes, she says. Maybe you won't get much done then, but you're practicing. You're doing drills, essentially, and you're building a practice. She says the optimal time, amount of time to be in flow is 90 minutes, so build toward that. There are ways to train your body to drop into flow quickly, Carter says. If you do the activity at the same time each day, that can be a cue to your brain. Maybe you go for a run or sit down to write at your laptop at 7 a.m. every morning. Having a pre-flow routine routine is another cue. 
Carter says she cleans off her desk and she boils water for tea. Then she turns on her computer, goes to the bathroom, and fetches her tea. It's a list of things that signals to my brain, okay, it's time. Doing them in the same order each time is also very helpful. That way, one trigger cues another. So we're almost out of time. There is a health and wellness event today, uh, and this happens from 10.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. today. Meet a doctor, ask a doctor, blood pressure screening, diabetes testing, career counseling for healthcare IT. This happens at Mount Paran Presbyterian Church, Mount Paran, P-A-R-A-N Presbyterian Church, located at 10308 Liberty Road in Randallstown, Maryland. That's 10308 Liberty Road in Randallstown, Maryland. For more information, call 410-655-6220, 410-655-6220. Okay, so you want to get into the flow, everybody. Uh, Carter recommends building a fortress against interruption when trying to get the right conditions for the flow. Silence your phone. Even better, turn it off and move it out of sight and put on comfortable clothes. If you can't concentrate, she says, you can't be in your sweet spot, period, right? The same technique can be applied to friends and family who may try to interrupt you while you're in flow. They may not understand how important this activity is to you, even if you explain. That's okay. Listen to your feelings and be clear about your need for time. And don't be surprised if they notice your calm concentration and suddenly start to find more time for their own flow activities. Healthy habits are contagious too. Okay, so I hope certainly hope you have enjoyed the show. If so, follow us, www.pihradio.net www.pihradio.net. If you want to learn more about health and wellness activities, visit www.partnersinhealth.biz, www.partnersinhealth.biz. Remember, our next walk of healing is Saturday, uh, let's see, I believe it's July 7th. Let me double-check that for you. Our next walk of healing is um, it is Saturday, July the 15th. Mark it on your calendar, 300 Oella Avenue, Catonsville, Maryland. We hope to see you there. You must register online, www.partnersinhealth.biz, and go to the Walk of Healing page and register. Until next Saturday, everyone, stay healthy and business savvy. I'm your host, Gail Dixon. Have a blessed weekend. Love you. Peace and blessings. Ta-ta for now. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.